Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast. For today's episode, we have two special guests. We have Raquel and Drew. Say hi. Hi podcast. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> um, they are in a relationship. They're dating. And so today we're kind of going to be talking about like their understandings of monogamous relationships and kind of their history of monogamy and the way that they understand it and expectations for the future so my first question that I've kind of been asking everyone in my podcast is so for both of you do you understand the difference between monogamy and polygamy and then like how would you describe it okay I'll go (laughs) mono meaning one (laughs) poly meaning multiple but when I think of polygamy I think you like there's a mutual understanding between you and however many partners that you can be in a relationship with them as well as other people. Mm-hmm. And then monogamy is the commitment just to that one person. Yep. Rick got it there. <laughs> you mono have the exact is, same. <laughs> mono is one at a time. Holly is a few. <laughs> great, thanks. <laughs> okay, great understandings, everyone. Um... So, getting into your relationship, how long have you guys been dating for? A little over three years. <laughs> okay. And so, obviously, you guys met in college and yeah. dated then. Um, did you guys have to talk about, like, being exclusive or how did it kind of go from a friendship to a relationship? Yeah, go ahead and tell them, right? <laughs> um, I don't know. So Ricky here was uh, <laughs> I was run- bouncing around. Ricky was uh, running the roost, you know, pinball, you know, she was flying around. With it. <laughs> okay. So we had to figure out if Ricky was willing to dial it in. Okay. Took some convincing, but Ricky eventually decided that she was uh, ready to be a one man kind of woman. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then did you talk about it? I think we started hanging out and developing more of like mm-hmm. a relationship where I mean Drew's always been like just one person. Yeah. Like commitment. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think we like defined it super soon, but it was just like I didn't want to talk to anyone else. Yeah. And I didn't like I just wanted to be committed to one person. Yeah. After a while. After I was having some fun. Rick was very, very much looking at the field. Mm, Pulled it back from the streets, you know? Like your lost dog. Ew. (laughs) So that kind of like touches into my next question. um, Because I was kind of going to ask, like, were you okay? Like, was it okay to be seeing other people when you guys were just kind of like in that talking phase, like before you were exclusive, but more than just friends? No, because I think we both understood that we were starting to foster more of a serious connection. Mm -hmm. And it was, I mean, for me, I would have felt, like, upset if he was talking to other girls while also talking more seriously to me. And I think he would concur on that one. Well, yeah, me and Rick were friends first. So it would have been weird if we had been, like, starting to talk more than friends but then also realize like oh they're dating a thousand other people 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. <laughs> um, were you guys in... Have you guys had, like, previous relationships before each other? And how long had it been since your last relationship? Um, I had a previous relationship in high school for, like, a year and a half. Mm -hmm. and some change. And it was a couple months, maybe, like, six months mm -hmm. after a breakup. And then we're going to talk to Drew. Yeah, I think I was about the same dated someone in high school for probably two years stopped dating in June before school mm -hmm. and then started dating Rick did you guys cause you both said you kind of had relationships like in high school Did you don't have to get too into it but did they like end because you were like going separate ways for college or different yeah mostly for us we both he was staying home and I was coming here mm -hmm. And it was just kind of, he, like, initiated the conversation that we wouldn't do long distance. And ultimately, I was like, oh, like, devastated. But hindsight, I was like, yeah, no. Yeah, it wouldn't work, work Yeah, mine was the same. It was just not a situation. So my girlfriend at the time was going to be up in Oregon. Mm -hmm. And I was going to be here. And she was really pushing for it to, like, work. Yeah. And I'm not very good with the phone. So <laughs> I knew that was going to be a Buster Rooney. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I played the spoiler on that one. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so then, would you guys say that when you got out of your last relationships and then, like, coming to college and everything, do you think you entered college, like, looking for a relationship? Or, like, someone to date? No, I wasn't looking to date anyone. Like he said, I was kind of playing the field. <laughs> um, I hadn't, I mean, I had known, like, my ex and one other person, but not, like, dating. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of just like, I'll get to know people and see what happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like every relationship I've been in was created or the initiated by being in, like, a friend group. Mm -hmm. So I always knew for myself, if I went friend first, like that's something that I'd always followed. So I was just more focused on getting a good group of guys and gals that I enjoyed. And then everything else kind of falls afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that kind of ties into my next question. You guys are really drawing all the connections here. I love it. Um, how do you know that you want to like date someone? I don't know if there's like a certain aspect. It's kind of just like I have the most fun with this person mm -hmm. in my life and I enjoy being with this person the most. It's like I couldn't truly like I don't know who else or how else I would develop a connection with anyone <laughs> other than Drew. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, <laughs> I think it's more just like a feeling. Cause mm -hmm. like I said, like it's all, it's never been like, Oh, like I want to date. So I like go out of my way to try to find someone to date. Yeah. It's more like, I just let things that like kind of naturally develop and me and Rick just had good chemistry and when you have like chemistry and attracted to somebody and you kind of keep 
working, it all works out. Yeah. So that's kind of, I think, what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. Um, and I know there's kind of an idea for a lot of people that like when you're dating someone you're like dating them with the intentions of getting married would you guys say that's how like you are in relationships or like different for everyone or well I yeah I I think the situation for everybody is very different I I don't think I, I don't necessarily and I never have ever like dated anyone saying like okay like this has to like yeah. end in marriage or to bust because mm-hmm. obviously like for different people and for me at different points it wasn't like okay like marriage is like what I need like yeah uh, like now or mm-hmm. close but I think one thing that kind of happened with my last relationship was understanding that it wasn't going to continue and I just completely lost like any like motivation to you know keep it going so I I know for me at least it has to be something where I don't see a stop point because the second I do like it's a waste of my time their time everybody's time Mm -hmm. like keep up the charade yeah yeah I agree if you see like an end point then you're like why are you gonna continue to like stay in this when you're just waiting for it to be over Mm -hmm. but like you said it's so different for everyone and I think we both have the same idea about marriage that ultimately it's come to the point where it's like, yeah, awesome. And there's no expectation of it, like, terminating. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> no, Rick's right. Rick's right. She just wanted to be. <laughs> um, and I mean, like, just because something, like, a relationship ends, too, doesn't mean it was, like, a waste of time or anything, like... Mm-mm. True. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, still yeah. like That's getting something point. out That's of it, point. and like right. I think it's just when you re- think like this is gonna come to an end. Yeah. It's like it's probably been good from until now, yeah. but like why would I kind of keep doing that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the challenge too is rarely do I ever hear of a circumstance where both people like acknowledge like oh like this probably isn't like a long-term thing but that's okay usually it's like mm-hmm. one person that's like oh like this probably isn't a fit and the other person's like oh everything's great yeah so then the issue becomes you have a differing level of expectation for what could happen mm-hmm. and both people were like oh. like i did have one buddy that had a girlfriend and they both like off the bat i completely felt that they both said like no like we're going to different schools like i think we still enjoy yeah. ourselves whatever and they were good with it but Uh, not I that's what's crazy yeah and what's interesting too now is that like we're at the age where we're like obviously graduating college so have you guys had to talk about kind of like your expectations for your relationship like post-grad or you like what Oh yeah, <laughs> R- Ricky here is from uh, Denver, CO, the old uh, CO three three mile high. Shout out, Denver Bronco. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm a uh, California kid through and through. So me and Ricky had to talk about what would happen if we had to be split statewide. But mm-hmm. we just kind of established that you know, like if we're gonna stay together the most important thing is proximity at mm-hmm. least for myself because we've had some stint short if he's had to be away from me and we don't do too good <laughs> so uh yeah that's the thing i kind of know about myself i can't do long-term long distance I yeah just, i don't have 
the wherewithal and like mental like focus and awareness to like support somebody else, especially if they're not at the same mindset as myself. Like mm-hmm. maybe more I, I don't yeah. deliver well. Mm-hmm. So we had to talk about that a little bit, but Ricky's very um, willing to adopt new things. I'm trying to also do that <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. 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 Well said. <laughs> I think that's interesting too, because do you think that there would be like a point in a relationship for you guys where like if you did want like different things, like say one of you wanted to move somewhere and the other one like didn't necessarily want to move there, where you would like do it because you still wanted to be with the person? Not necessarily now or even with each other, but like could you see yourself in that like situation? Yeah, I could, definitely. I think, um, we've had these conversations before, especially because Drew's more tied to the area mm-hmm. for his job. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. so it was kind of, we're either long distance or I'm here. Yeah. Um, so I think we're kind of already making those moves. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I guess sacrifices. But we've definitely had those conversations yeah. about what we would do. And I think, too, it also becomes... At, like you go back to what the expectation is if you're with someone to the point already where you're like you know like marriage is like on like the horizon is very close mm-hmm. you're gonna be a little bit more willing to put yourself in some situations that might not be quite as deal mm-hmm. uh, not quite as ideal but me and Rick both understand that like we want careers and mm-hmm. like to be financially stable before like we do that so it wouldn't be a beneficial situation for either of us for somebody to say, like, okay, I'm going to suffer, like, financially or career-wise. Yeah. So we can be together. Because if anything, that just puts whatever time either of us would feel comfortable being married to each other or anybody else back even further. Yeah. So it just would create more of an issue mm-hmm. than a mm-hmm. solution. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that you guys are, like, already – into like talking about those things because like it is a decision that you make with each other it's not just like what one of you wants is like what goes especially like being in a relationship yeah definitely um I meant to ask this question earlier but I kind of forgot so backtracking a little bit to like your dating history um how would you guys say or yeah how would you guys say that you knew like you were in love with each other because obviously you guys say I love you and all that jazz. <laughs> well, I think... Yeah, so... Um, well, I think for me, I've never been someone that's been, like, slow necessarily to say, like, I love you. A lot of people have different levels of comfortability oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, with that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was very lucky and blessed to come from, like, a family and a community that was very much, like... You can, like, love people without actually, like, having a reason. Like, mm-hmm. we're all people together. And, like, obviously, when you're in a relationship, you don't want to start throwing that stuff around unless you're, like, expressing romantic love. Yeah. Um, but I just got to a point with Raquel where I was very comfortable and we were enjoying each other's presence. Yeah. For me, a big thing, too, is, like, okay, I don't see any, like, clear roadblocks. I've gathered enough intel and information that I think that this is going to, like at least not come to a sudden like halt very soon mm-hmm. so we had to find out a little bit more about just kind of each other's plans and what we were looking at like life-wise and i found out rick wasn't like a, a garbage can person so that was so that that's for me i think the big thing so just make sure somebody that 
like obviously you care about, but mm-hmm. it's what you care about people and also be like, oh, I don't see this going forward, so I don't want to use yeah. that kind of language that puts a different yeah. expectation to else's head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to have mm-hmm. somebody kind of in your long-term plan before you start throwing it. Yeah. I think. Yeah, um, I've always been second to say it mm-hmm. because my first relationship, he said it like a month in. Yeah. Which was kind of wild. <laughs> and then, like, we broke up. So it's <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Um, but I was a little slower here because I had my own walls up. Mm-hmm. And it was like, like, I cared about Drew, obviously. Forever. Yeah. But, and it was never, like, him, it was me, so once I knew I could, like, put them down mm-hmm. and actually be, like, very authentic and very open and transparent, those were, like, my own signs yeah. of, like, knowing where I stood. Mm-hmm. And what do you think makes it, like, such a big thing to say, like, I love you to a romantic partner? Like, you said, like, you that had to think about it and, like, held off, whatever, stuff like that. And, like, for me, I know, like, I say I love you to my friends all the time. Like, so what do you think makes it different with someone, like, you're romantically involved with? Yeah, I think, I mean, we say, like, love you every single day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what makes it so different. It's probably, like, the idea that's been embedded that when you say that to a significant other, mm-hmm. it, like, you're locked in. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of the idea of being locked in is kind of scary before you get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not feeling it, you're not ready to say it. But once that person says it to you, it makes something all that more real. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just, like, being that real and vulnerable can be scary for people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it just articulates, like, an expectation for continued, mm-hmm. like, commitment. So if you're going to, like, that's at least, like, what I think of. It. it's hard to like tell somebody that you love them and then later have to be like oh like sorry yeah. like, you know, so <laughs> you want and, and like yeah. it happens like naturally and you can still like love somebody even if it doesn't work out like mm-hmm. that's okay too yeah you can see value in people like you said with your friends family whatever but in a romantic situation you, i at least i'm usually pretty cautious about like okay, i don't want to say something mm-hmm. if i'm not like gonna like try to back it up yeah yeah and like I feel like you guys kind of touched on this like the expectations that it puts out but like too when you say I love you I feel like you're like exposing your trust for that person and that's kind of scary too on both sides to hear it and be like oh my gosh this person like has these deep feelings for me and even to say it and like you have to kind of like acknowledge all of that yeah which is interesting (laughs) Um, okay, just one last question. Um, would you guys ever consider being in a polygamous relationship, and why or why not? Rick, go first. <laughs> no, I don't think I would consider it mostly. A lot of it has to do with, like, I've never experienced that, and mm-hmm. I don't really have, like, an interest in doing so. Yeah. Um, like, great for people that make it work, but... I think, like, this is what works for me, mm-hmm. and I don't, I wouldn't be able to, like, I think, completely trust someone and give myself to them if they are able to fully give themselves to other people, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it just comes down to a situation for me, it's where, like Rick said, I only have so much 
energy I only have so much yeah like yeah. attention or like stuff that I can focus on so if I'm gonna make a commitment to somebody I want to give them a hundred percent of like my romantic related like attention mm-hmm. so I just can't even fathom being in a situation where there's multiple partners for myself or for the other person because mm-hmm. you can't give me a hundred percent and I can't give you a hundred percent if there's other people that are also taking energy whatever yeah. Um, and I think it also creates, like Rick said, like issues with not necessarily trust, but when you're like in a monogamous relationship to a degree, there's like a special bond you share that you don't have with anybody else that's yeah. really strengthening. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a polygamous style relationship, like that bond is gone. And like obviously you can still be bonded more than just like friends, mm-hmm. but you get to a point where you're like what you and me have like isn't yeah to just so i think that also starts to make you question long-term effects because you're like this person like already right now is able to have this with somebody else Mm -hmm. what makes me instead of the first option out and somebody else comes in Mm -hmm. and be the third fourth whatever so yeah that's what it is for me definitely well those are all the questions that i have for you guys (laughs) Um, thanks for coming on my podcast. Thanks for having us. What a wonderful show. <laughs> we're going to be famous. Thank you.